Andrew R., a patron of Sly Flourish, asks, Have you considered doing a video on how the Lazy DMs checklist can easily be quote-unquote scaled up for the purpose of campaign planning? It seems to me that your method can provide a great framework for brainstorming an entire campaign or campaign arc if you just quote-unquote think bigger when you're going through the steps. Andrew's question really gets to something that I think about a lot, which is the idea of spiral campaign development. I talked a little bit about spiral campaign development in chapter 16 of Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master, but it's really a big topic and there's a lot we can talk about. The idea behind spiral campaign development is that it starts with the characters and builds outwards. We don't really build a huge campaign world with a big deep pantheon and 10,000 years of history and huge nations. We really think about where the characters are going to start, what's around them, and what kind of things can they get involved in right away. While spiral campaign development starts with the characters and works outwards, we still have a few high-level concepts that we want to get out in front of our players when our campaign begins. These are really two things, the campaign's elevator pitch and the truths of the campaign world. So the elevator pitch is essentially like, what, what is the one thing, what's the one goal of the campaign? If you're thinking about published settings, it's like stop Tiamat's rise or defeat Strahd. Other example campaign goals could be defeat Yeverin the Lich Queen or stop the battle of the five nations or stop the coming of the black moon before it destroys the planet. So we want to have big, lofty campaign goals that are very clear to us, clear to our players, or at least certainly clear to our players after a certain amount of time, and that drive the whole rest of the campaign. The next thing we want to do is have the campaign's truths. A lot of times I like to use six truths. Uh, six truths are good for a bigger campaign, but you can have fewer if you want. Some example truths could be the gods have stopped speaking. While clerics and paladins are still have access to their spells, they no longer hear the voices of the gods in their minds. For some reason, the gods have grown silent. Maybe there's huge cracks that have opened up in the earth and demons have started spilling out in, in unsettled places of the world. The elven nations of Valinel and Tithrine have gone to war after having long-standing peace for 10,000 years. These are some example truths that the characters would know right when they come in, but they tell the player what makes this particular campaign different from the other campaigns that they've played in. Now at this point, we want to wire the campaign's goal into the characters themselves, and we can do this during our session zero. An example goal would be you and your companions are working together to stop the coming of the Black Moon. So at this point, we also can think about some of the main villains that the campaign has. We sometimes call these fronts. In, in, in Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master, we refer to these as fronts. A villain could be any kind of entity, any kind of main entity that the characters are going to face, but they could also be sort of a natural disaster that occurs, hence the use of the word fronts. An example villain might be the Black Moon. Its goal is to come and destroy the planet because it seeks out the destruction of any planet that hosts sentient life. And its steps that it's taking there are one, it's calling out to the, to the dark cultists of the planet that have been silent for thousands of years and awakening them, up, awakening them up to prepare the planet for its arrival. Another one might be that, it's, that the, the earth itself is cracking open and as it does so, demons are pouring forth. A third goal might be that it corrupts the leaders of nations and sends them to war against one another, sowing chaos across all of the lands. And then finally, its goal, it will smash through the planet to destroy everything, turning the entire planet into a cloud of stone and bone and blood. Now another villain might be sort of a sub-villain, like Father Callus. Father Callus is a secret practitioner of the cult of the Black Moon. His goal is to prepare for the arrival of the Black Moon itself. And he does so, there are three steps that he takes. One, he starts to seed small, weird cults in faraway backwater villages. Second, he actually establishes a new church, the Church of the Coming Heaven, which is a secret front for the cult of the Black Moon. Third, he rises up the, the Cathedral of the Deep, a huge, 
ancient cathedral that had been buried under the earth for thousands of years that he draws forth and uses it as his central headquarters for the coming of the Black Moon. So we probably want three such villains. We don't have to think about them a lot, especially early on in the campaign, but it doesn't hurt to have them in mind so we can start to seed interesting secrets about them to the characters while they're engaging in their initial adventures. So at this point, we really want to center down on the characters. Where are they right now? What is the settlement where they are residing? Uh, what is a fantastic feature of this settlement? Maybe there's a huge crack in the ground right in the center of town. Maybe it rests up against a mountain that's actually built from a huge petrified primordial beast. Whatever we want, we want some kind of interesting, fantastic feature to this town to really set it apart from all of the other towns or villages that the characters interact with. Now, we can also think about what settlements are in this town. What are the accommodations that it has? And we can build these accommodations from the characters themselves. If there's a cleric and a paladin that happen to worship the, the Morning Lord, well, then there's a temple to the Morning Lord here in town. If there's a druid or ranger, maybe their mentor lives at the Druid's Grove on the outside of town. If there's a wizard, maybe the wizard has been an apprentice of a crotchety old sage who resides in that ruined tower in the outskirts of town. So we can actually build all of the major features of the town around the specific characters that we have in our campaign. It's a great way of tying the characters to the campaign and a great way of the campaign centering itself around the characters themselves. Now at this point, we also want to have three quests that we can drop into this town. Three things that the characters can do and decide that they want to do. For each of these quests, we also want an interesting adventure location that the characters can go explore. These should be good hooks, things that the players themselves are like, oh yeah, I definitely want to see what that's like. So maybe we've heard that there are strange bandits who have been residing at the old ruined watchtower outside of town. Or maybe miners nearby have found a weird structure buried under the mountain that hasn't been opened in 10,000 years. And the miners that have gone in there and come out have complained about strange nightmares about a coming black moon. Or maybe children have gotten lost out in the old elven graveyard, particularly around that single dead tree in the hollow that exists underneath it. So we want to give three interesting quests with three interesting adventure locations that we can drop in front of the players and they can choose which one that we're going to go to. And then at that point, we switch over to our steps from Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master to prepare for the next session in which they explore that area. Now in our settlement, we might also want to have a strong start. What is something that we can do right at the beginning of this campaign to draw the characters in, kind of show them what's unique about this campaign, and really get them into the action? For an example, in, our, in the settlement we're talking about, maybe a caravan is coming racing into town, being chased by a horde of dretches who have just crawled out of the earth and started chasing them down the road, right? That could be a really interesting start, and it ties in with all of the other little threads that we've got. So the key to spiral campaign development is that we really try to focus down on the characters as much as we can. We're building everything in our world so that the characters are going to see them. We don't build out a whole lot of history or a whole lot of extra stuff that the characters aren't really going to get involved with later. And then we fall back to the eight steps from Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master when we're preparing each session. We don't worry about the whole campaign. We really worry about the next session that we're going to run for our players. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, you can help me out in four different ways. One, you can subscribe to the Sly Flourish newsletter. Two, you can support me directly on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash slyflourish and becoming a patron of Sly Flourish. Three, you can subscribe to my videos on YouTube. Or four, you can pick up any of my books, including Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master or the Lazy DM's Workbook. Thank you very much and have a great day.